Welcome back to the Micro Advice Podcast. Today, our spotlight is on Telehealth, a combination fintech meets healthcare SaaS startup who is on a mission to create a better insurance experience for all. To learn more about this, we're here with the CEO and co-founder, Frank Stain-Pine. Frank, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, Jim, thanks for having us. Uh, really excited to talk about our product and how we're changing in the industry. Frank, when we first discussed TallyHealth, you described it to me as Venmo meets Kickstarter for health savings accounts. So from a personal experience, understanding insurance is pretty difficult already. And then on top of that, ensuring my HSA or FSA is well-funded mm-hmm. is even more complex. So mm-hmm. my hope is that you can help us clear this up today and then talk a little bit about how telehealth is making a better user experience for your customers. So let's start with discussing what is the difference between an HSA and an FSA and why is it crucial for consumers to understand this? That's a great question. And we get asked that several times from people who are really well-educated in the healthcare uh, sector. Looking at a health state savings account, which is an HSA and a flexing, flexible spending account, which is the FSA, I would compare it to like two types of buckets. One that has a hole, that has holes in it, almost like a colander, or a, a bucket that's just grows infinitely. And with the FSA, you're looking at that bucket with holes in it. It's coming, money's coming out of your paycheck, and it can also come up from your employer, but you're capped out at about $3,000 annually. And at the end of that year, that money goes to zero. So that's the whole kind of sieve feeling where you don't actually make traction towards the next year. Now, they have put in some rec- recent stipulations, which allows you to roll over about 500 bucks. But now the HSA, this bucket just continues to get larger and larger and larger over time. And the more money you're put in, the more will be there the next year for you to start with. And what the basis of the both of the plans are is it's tied to your healthcare plan that comes into your company. And what it is is really a way for you to start saving towards some of those out-of-pocket costs that that you might incur that are not covered. Um, things along the line of you know going to see a chiropractor, dental work especially, especially. Let's see, going to see an eye doctor. Those are things that you could pay for with your HSA or your FSA. But the HSA is just that much better. And when I say that much better, I'm looking at the fact that once you hit a certain threshold on the HSA, you can actually invest a part, a part of that into some of the funds that are backed by the plan that has it. So your $3,000 spend in a typical FSA goes to zero, whereas your $3,000 spend in an HSA, you, if you save some of that money, you can start investing in it once you hit the $2,000 threshold. So, I mean, it's like adding more money onto your HSA just by playing the market. And, you know, if you look at the S&P average over the past, you know, 20 years, it's like a 12% return. So you're looking at 12% on $2,000. That's much better than just $2,000 that's going to go away at the end of the year. Well, uh, that clears it up for me. And I'm hoping the listeners found it easy to understand, too, the colander example and the investment piece. So, Frank, given some of the gaps you've seen in the industry, uh, what prompted you to start Tally Health? This was one of the late night moments that I sat there and I was reading something on TechCrunch and, you know, I had just opened up an Acorns account and, you know, I was uh, leery about how the process worked. But as I got more and more familiar with Acorns and just looking at some of the things that are out there in the startup industry, I came across one company and I looked at it and I said, wow, I wonder why Acorns hasn't decided to get into the healthcare side. 
because you know what this one company it was called lively me they had realized that there was a huge information knowledge gap that was out there with just the traditional hsa and so they were trying to make things a lot smoother for individuals to use but you know they weren't really tackling the banking side of it and so you know when i looked at it to me it was a, a point of entry where i said hey you know there's a huge opportunity for us to be able to marry the two industries, banking and healthcare. And there's a lot of money interchange between both of the products. And so when I looked at how do you fund a healthcare plan, and I know it starts with a paycheck, the, the next answer is, and why is it not an line item within your bank account? And I think this is what we're trying to solve. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, so for those who have HSAs already through their employer, what does telehealth do to improve the customer experience so that these investors, if you will, or uh, adopters of the HSA uh, can ensure that their accounts are easily funded? You know, one of the things that we've understood with the education process, it looks like in, in most organizations, about 95% of them say that you know, they're putting out newsletters uh, maybe once a year or just during the open enrollment process. And you know we're really trying to help tackle that solution by giving members a touch point that provides them 24/7 access to understand where there are other touch points for them to learn about what benefits they have and how they can start saving towards. And we think that's where the knowledge battle uh, really will make the difference in how members are a saving and how their HSAs are performing from a a long-term perspective. And, and let's not forget like one of the key factors with the HSA. Um, that I didn't mention earlier is that it's a triple tax savings. You save money on the way in, you save money while you're spending, and you save money while it's in retirement. There's no taxes on that. And so for individuals who have accounts like that, who have HSAs, I mean, it, it behooves you to actually make actions that are going to ha have you take advantage of these, these three key factors. And so that's like a nest egg that grows for your healthcare. And, and most people don't look at it, their healthcare spending and savings as a way that you can kind of get ahead. Okay, interesting. And I didn't know that it grows like that. That's fascinating. Frank, so based on your insight and through your journey with telehealth so far, what do you see or what have you seen as your users' main needs for utilizing this platform? Yeah, I think the main needs have really been around conquering the savings aspects. How can we put more money in? Where and how often? What we're saying is if you're saving a trip to go anywhere or if you're saving for a new car, you're making savings daily. You're trying to, you know, you have these goals set aside that you're moving towards. But, you know, the, we're trying to change the dinner conversation to now include your healthcare aspect of it. And if you can see that within your savings or your banking line item, then we believe that members can take actionable uh, steps towards saving that will actually make sure that their healthcare savings plans grow. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, you had mentioned items such as healthcare and financial data. Uh, how do you ensure that the money is one, appropriated correctly, but then two, prevent, preventing fraud as well? Well, just from our uh, architecture of our application of how we you know, built it, you know, we've built it on an AWS secure platform. We've also work with a few other partners that are providing HIPAA compliance on top of all of our transactions. But uh, from the banking aspect, we are tying in through a company called Plaid that leverages uh, a lot of the banking data, and they are using SOC 2 compliance and other 
HIPAA procedures to make sure that information is secure. I mean, our app uses multi-factor authentication on top of it to make sure that you know all the the right people are using the app. You know, it's just that that end user who has their thumbprint, or you know, it's connected to their overall bank account. It's just it makes their ID, right? Sorry, identification processes of accessing this information. So, I mean, we've taken the right measures for that because we've really treated it like a banking aspect. But then we've put the other layers to make sure it's HIPAA. Now, I will say that with respect to HIPAA, you know, we really aren't looking at the individual's medical transactions. Um, we aren't making that data publishable. It's really just the banking side of it. And so a lot of that data is really separate and because it's cleansed differently and managed differently, it's, it's really not uh, releasing any HIPAA data for the individual. So from a healthcare perspective, that's all safe, safely um, jettisoned away and it's one of those things that we aren't touching. Okay, that's great. I'm very pleased you explained that because I know in this day and age when you start mentioning healthcare data, financial data, a lot of our minds, the first thing we go to is security. How do we ensure that it's secure? And it seems like this is something not only you've thought of, but really employ some of the most robust practices out there. Uh, Frank, right. final question, uh, and it's it's in two parts. So what does success look like to you? And then complementary, what does success look like to your consumers or your, your customers? Yeah, I think success is going to be based off of usage and, um, you know, frequently asked questions. I think we're going to have some really good insight into that. We'll be doing some evaluation on that so that we can see more or less of how users are interacting with the application. Is that it's going to be great to see when members fully show that they have an understanding of what the application is doing and what it's there for. And when they, they will be demonstrating that on how they're saving and how they're using some of the goal planning that we have in there. I think this is really gonna show that uh, members are, are fully understanding how their healthcare savings uh, accounts work and how health savings actually grows for them. And so these are the areas we really, we're gonna see some of that traction that's going to kind of dictate what is going on within their, their minds about their own healthcare. Frank, thank you so very much for taking the time to be with us today and explain a little more about Tally Health and what you're trying to achieve in the marketplace. There's one other thing that we're looking at. We're hoping to see that it'll be a downward trend. I think there's an average out-of-pocket spend of about $10,000 per family in America. And I think I think we're really going to see a benefit there because I would say um, from the uh, statistically, it says about 85% of the uh, HSA accounts are underperforming and below their thresholds for single and family members. And so we think that we're going to have a huge upward trend by putting in like an additional 150 bucks a year, I mean, that's going to put members towards a, almost a, a midline performing health savings plan, which is great. I mean, I think on a month average, we can put in about a $75 threshold. I mean, you're looking almost at 800 bucks a year. So, I mean, on the low end, I mean, 156 for the, for the whole year is, is still tremendous. So I think there's touch points in there that we're gonna be able to make that shift. Yeah, that's incredible. So, hey, thank, thanks so much, Frank, for taking the time to explain telehealth and what it is you're trying to do in the marketplace to help your customers. It's just a really important topic. So, yeah, you're right. Thank you for having us on for that. And for all the listening audience, if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to like it, drop a comment in YouTube. Uh, if you don't feel like looking at our happy, smiling faces, we're also on Spotify and iTunes. Frank, thanks again for taking the time and thank you all for joining. We look forward to seeing you back here. Same place, same time next week.
Bye for now.